Welcome to Embody the Light, the podcast for light workers looking to evolve into their highest self. I'm Athena Bailey, a kinesiologist, channeler, and spiritual business coach. And I'm Cassandra Scardino, an energy healer, spiritual teacher, and crystal priestess. This podcast is for light workers all around the world looking to deepen their connection to spirit, step into their purpose, and activate their soul gifts. And learn about topics such as metaphysics, esoteric knowledge, ancient wisdom, crystals, plus so much more. With over 20 years combined experience between us healing, facilitating events, and running spiritual businesses, we are tuned in and ready to share our life nuggets with you. Get ready. Let's begin. Ready? Open your heart and body the light podcast. All right, welcome to another podcast of Embody the Light. Welcome, welcome to this episode of Embody the Light. Thanks so much for joining us. And we have a really interesting topic that actually really just sparked because of something that happened to me yesterday, but I'll go into that a little bit later. Um, Past lives. What do you feel about past lives, Athena? I know this is a big one. Yeah, I'm really excited to do um, to cover past lives today because it's something that comes up a lot, you know, with the sessions I do, it's really channeling and past life work. And it's something that comes up almost every single client I work with. And I think a lot of people don't realize how much our past lives do affect us and how they can show up for us as well. I know it's crazy. Like we think, oh, that stuff is just irrelevant. But, you know, that's one of the things that I'm constantly seeing in clearing sessions is like, what kind of issues have happened that we're still carrying because we are more than just a physical being, you know, our energetics is like so complicated, but it's really interesting when our past life stuff does come up. 100% and I um, you know when with all my clients whenever there's an issue I'm always asking is it from this life or previous lifetime and about probably more than half it's from previous lifetimes these issues are coming up and people ask like when do I need to do past life healing or is past life healing for me and I feel like it really goes beyond that if you have an issue um, or something that's coming up or you actually need to check in is this issue from this life or a previous lifetime and at some point on your journey it is something that you're going to have to work through and actually work on. Yeah so actually I want to go through a couple of the things that can bring up past life triggers or patterns, I guess, for, that people can associate with. So that, that way, if this is something you want to look at, but um, I'll maybe just start quickly with the story from my healing session yesterday, yeah. just because, you know, that's kind of why this triggered this topic. But basically um, someone came needing a really, um, she was in a crisis. She was going through a pattern and it was with regards to finding um, another partner that was cheating on her. And this is something that had happened previously. And she basically was like, I really need a healing. I'm like, you know, this is really hurting me and I don't know why it's happening again. And so when we ended up doing the healing session, because this woman actually trans channels. So I have a lot of amazing galactic friends (laughs) that have cool gifts. So, you know, when I do healings with these people, it's never just like a vanilla experience. (laughs) So my friend who does trans mediumship, she actually started trancing and 
um, a past life came through where she had actually been the person that was cheating on her partner mm-hmm. and the person killed her because they caught her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was crazy was this past life was in actually um, 1688. Like it was like really, really old. And cause she can see when she trances, she was like, I could just see top hats and I could see like with these women with these big gowns and stuff. And she actually connected in with this, this past life version of herself. So, um, yeah, so it was really, really interesting that that was something that she was experiencing in this lifetime that had actually been her previous karma in another lifetime where she was the cheater. Mm. And so that was what we ended up clearing. And it was amazing. Like the the results you get from past life clearings are just incredible. What do you reckon? Absolutely. It's really powerful. And one of the big indicators for me when I see past life issues is how long have you had the issue? And for people, if they're like, oh, as long as I can remember, I've had this all my life, that's pretty much the biggest flag for me. Okay, this doesn't originate originate from this life. And a lot of people will have patterns, fears, um, beliefs that they've had as long as they can remember. So if you have those coming up for you, it might be worth starting to look to do past life work. Mm, it's super cool. The other thing I really find is that sometimes people get really fascinated with certain cultures, like they might be really yeah. into like Native American stuff or, you know, Aztec stuff. And I find when I do past life regressions, there's been a life where they've actually been one yeah. of these people. A hundred percent. It's like we have that connection to that culture and it links us in. Yeah. So I find that's really cool. So sometimes if that's something that you really resonate with, or it could even be galactic, you know, you could be like, I'm so fascinated with Palladians or Arcturians. And, you know, that's a whole other topic in itself. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Some of the past life regressions I've had where people remember them being on starships and they were Mm -hmm. like full on, you know, leaders in these starships and stuff. And they've come to this planet to really help humanity. Mm, there are a lot more people now having these galactic um, lifetimes that they are remembering as different beings as no, in non-human lives and I feel like it's happening more and more and we're seeing it more and occasionally we even see people who have this is their first human lifetime which is very rare but it it does happen as well. So we're seeing this is more and more common. But the thing about past life work, it's not necessarily just for healing as well. So one of the big areas that I use it for is reactivating gifts. Now, I say to my clients, the work you are doing this lifetime, your sole purpose work, right? Like if you're here to be spiritual teacher or a psychic, I will bet any amount of money that you have done that work in a previous lifetime, right? And it might not have been all of them, but at some point, whatever work you're doing in this lifetime, that are your gifts, your soul gifts, your soul purpose, you would have been doing it in a previous lifetime. And there would have been lifetimes where you're doing, you had a real solid high skill in that area. And so we can start to bring back and activate those gifts and activate other gifts that came with it, reactivate them um, within your energy matrix. Mm. And the other thing to think about, which I see a lot with the practitioners who I'm helping them step into their business, 
if that was a gift that you were using in your previous lifetime, let's say you were a teacher, right? And in a lifetime you were killed or punished, or there was a consequence for it. You're going to carry that energetic memory in you subconsciously and energetically, and it's going to show up. So when my business clients come to me and they say, Hey, I'm procrastinating, or I'm having a really hard time. No, no matter how I hard, I try and sit down and do the thing. I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it to me. That's not okay. You need more strategy to me. That's there's a block there. And very often that block shows up from a previous lifetime. So it can really affect all of these different areas. And you can bring back and reactivate these gifts too and notice how they show up in your life today. Yeah, that's one of the first things I'll always do in any kind of crystal course is the reactivation of your previous lives or clearing any of the lives where you've been killed or tortured for being magical um, because we do carry that. You know, some people will feel, you know, always like they're being choked or, you know, they'll have this fear of certain things and that can be a real classic, you know, um, version of a past life that's coming up for you as a fear. So, yeah, that's really, really fascinating that that's, you know, how you operate and I operate, which is cool. How did you actually get into like past lives just out of curiosity? So when I was learning all of the healing modalities, I learned how to work with timelines and I'm trained in hypnotherapy as well, but I don't take the hypnotherapy approach for past lives. It's, I know a lot of people love it. And I think Dolores Cannon is amazing and I love her work, but it's never really resonated for me. Um, and I do have clients who do her work and they're amazing, but I've had situations where clients have come to me. This one actually happened recently. She booked in for a past life reading and she said to me, Oh, so I did um, this past life hypnosis and she kind of put me under, but I didn't get anything. So she said to me, oh, you must not have any past lives. And I was like, okay, like, and I know this woman, you know, she's had a lot of past lives and I was like, okay, what do you feel? And she's like, I feel like I've had past lives. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So the way that I work, which I'll be interested to hear about how you work with past lives, Cass, the way that I work is I work through accessing the timeline and I do take them back, but I don't put them into an altered state. Like with hypnosis, I take them back to connect with it. So my goal is to connect us energetically back into the timeline and as uh, into that lifetime. So as they're connecting with it, it opens up the energy and that's where I start to access it for me. You know, it's one thing to go and see a psychic to get a reading for a past life. And you're like, oh, cool. This was what I was in my past life. But how does that actually like help you? You know, so for me, when I go back, I want to see, are there contracts we need to clear? Are there blocks? Are there gifts here? And the big one for me is what is the soul lesson? Because we usually find that if the soul lesson hasn't been learned, it's repeating. So as we connect into this, um, this energy this space of this lifetime I'm having them tune in and some people like they're really psychic and they'll get heaps of information and other people like I'm not getting anything so in that space like a lot of people kind of worry like what if I don't get anything and that's what we sometimes see with hypnosis based past life work is that they don't really get anything and then people are concerned oh you know is it worth the money if I'm not going to get anything so it kind of takes off that pressure if I'm tuning in with them And as they're kind of tuning in and receiving, I'm doing all this healing. I'm clearing, shifting, clearing the patterns, repeating it, looking how it shows up in this life today. And then I, because I obviously work through channeling their guides, and then I'm always going, is it done? Is this the work that needed to be cleared? Is there anything else, any other lifetimes? 
and just getting that confirmation and then bring back that new healed activated energy into today. So that's kind of how I work with past lives. Yeah, nice. I actually got introduced to past lives through a modality called crystal dreaming. So um, because I was so into crystals, I love learning (laughs) stuff about crystals, obviously. Um, And what I actually realized is, you know, the more activated you are as a person, which is what you're saying, like you you become the conduit for your clients. And so Mm. um, because the gift of, you know, using my abilities meant that I didn't actually have to use the crystal grids anymore once I learned Mm. the technique of the regression and this actually started a lot of phantom illness clients like people that were coming to me because they had these illnesses that the doctors just couldn't find the answer to and they were like well I can't figure it out but there's something wrong with me because there's definitely something that's not happening you know on a physical level where I feel either aches and pains or I feel things that are going on but they can't find the cause of it mm-hmm. and so the the way that I kind of do the the past life is more from a scanning through talking to the body because the body mm. is super intuitive you know it's more about when you talk to it it'll give you the answers and when yeah. you know how to pick up the cues it's really easy to actually access the past life and clear it like the clearing is super easy and it doesn't necessarily have to be hard either um and once it's done it's done like mm-hmm. you know some of the effects that i've had from past life clearings have been phenomenal yeah. things like people's eyesight's changing things like yeah. you know a boost in confidence where they couldn't speak in public or on social media has just disappeared and all of a sudden they're this different person yeah yeah that's awesome it's it's amazing the power of it. my favorite is seeing like the shift in their relationships and their beliefs and that's something i work with kinesiology to kind of because oftentimes people will come and they'll be like all right i have this belief this program and so we'll check in and we'll see okay yes you do your body's saying yes like we test it and then we do the healing we come back and then we check and it's like that system that belief is gone and the body saying yeah it's shifted so it's interesting very similar but also so different and i think that's the beauty of healing work it's you know there are so many different ways we can work with past lives and some people and listening to this might have done the like the four hour hypnosis regression therapy for past life and they might love it awesome like i'm a big believer when you need the healing, the heal, the right healer for you will appear. And the best thing is always going to be to follow your intuition. Mm-hmm. 100%. So I have an interesting question. Do you remember any of your past lives? I do. <laughs> <laughs> any cool past lives that you want to share? Because I have a couple that I'm willing to share. Some that are a big secret, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm excited <laughs> to hear. Um, yeah. So like the big ones for me are probably the galactic ones. Like I remember a lot of Syrian Pleiadian um, ones. I think what's most interesting about that is the different kind of how would I describe it? Like how we lived. It's so different. Um, and having those experiences, remembering them, it's really hard to describe because it's like, it's a completely different belief state of mind body, but I have, um, I've seen traveled connected to the lifetimes that I've had in, um, in Sirius and the Pleiades. And that's been really amazing. And then on earth, I have had quite a, like, you know, there are some really unexciting ones, you know, like we're not special. Everybody has exciting and unexciting past lives. Like there have been ones where 
Um, you know, I was a young girl in France who had really, a really horrifying situation where I was abducted and it created a lot of trauma in this life. And I had to spend a lot of time healing that those past wounds. And then um, probably the most like well-known lifetime I want to say is I've served um, as the Oracle of Delphi. So that's probably like the most well um, people will have heard of her. And um, I've always been connected to um, Greek, you know, the Greek um, history and the link there. And obviously, like, I'm not Greek, but my dad chose the name Athena for me. Yeah. Um, so well, you gonna... chose Athena and channeled it through him, yeah, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, so I have a really strong link um, and I've always felt connected. I've always worked with the Greek gods, goddesses. You know, I have like the Greek goddesses on my altar. Um, and it actually came through when I was probably around 19. One of my friends, actually, you would know her, Leah, Leah Steele. Some of you will know her listening to this. Um, she did a channeling session for me and she's like, oh, it's time like you knew about this lifetime, your Oracle of Delphi. And she said it. And I remember not really knowing about it. So then I did like a regression in myself and I started bringing back all of these past life gifts. And that's when the trans, because that's what Oracle of Delphi did. They did trans channeling and they trans channeled. <laughs> I didn't know it at the time. I was... I channel one of the guides that I channel a lot is Apollo. He's one of Daryl's main guides. So we channel him like a lot. He comes through all the time. And afterwards, I found out that the Oracle of Delphi, the woman, they channeled Apollo. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why he comes through so often and we have that connection. Um, so it really opened a lot up for me. Um, and yeah, so that, that's probably the lifetime that I'm most connected to and I most work with this in this lifetime. Wow, that's super cool. Very what about interesting. You, and how funny, like, we're both Greek goddesses. Cassandra I know. <laughs> I know, right? Super I know relevant. that we have a past life together. It's oh, for sure. In Greece, yeah. Well, actually, that's funny you say that because I definitely know that some of my clients' student friends have had past lives with me and that's why we've connected in this lifetime. Oh, yeah. Like the Egyptian lifetime that I've had, 100%. Like my daughter and I and some of the girls that we work with know um, have all been priestesses in past lives and work together. So that's one of the cool ones that I love. Um, actually, um, I know one of my friends and I were Pallades together. I actually had a dream, a reoccurring dream that where I knew her and I actually saw our home when we were in Pallades. And, you know, it, it was always just like this place that I was like, it's this opulent civilization. And I could just always remember this particular home and I would always have dreams about it. And this one friend of mine, um, she was connected to that past life. So I I was like super, you know, amazed that that came through again. But wow. I think the most interesting one came through when I was studying palmistry and it wasn't so much palmistry, palmistry kind of confirmed it because our left hand was um, our immediate last past life. So if yeah. you study palmistry, the left is the immediate last past life, which can give you clues as to what's happening in this relevant life, which is your right hand. Yeah. Um, but I do know that I died very young in my last past life. And mm. it, you can see it in my the line, which is my lifeline. And it, it turned out that I died out as like a little gypsy girl, very young. But the life before that was the actual interesting one because yeah. 
I can be a little bit of a spiritual blonde sometimes. <laughs> but um, what ended up happening was I would always get this number 69 as a reoccurring spiritual theme when I was going through my awakening. Yeah. And I remember I was studying with pranic healing and I would always meet these amazing gurus that were connected to India. And I always said when I was a little girl, I'm going to run away and move to India. And that was just something I would always say to my family, I'm going to run away and move to India. And then um, when I finally started going down my spiritual path, the first one of the th first things I did was booked a, a, a one way tr ticket to India as a female on my own and just okay. had so much trust and faith because, you know, a lot of people are like that's crazy. But yep. I was just like, no, it feels right. And so what ended up happening before I left was I went and saw this guru and he was like, oh, you have a very strong past life connection there. And, um, you know, he wouldn't give me the answer, but I just was like, there's something really calling me. And then I actually, my friend who does the trance channeling that I was telling you about before I left, she did a channeling and one of my guides who um, was watching over came through and basically said that there was a past life there that was connected to my calling in this lifetime. Um, and it was really profound, but they said, you don't know who it, who it is. And they were like, you still haven't worked it out and we're not going to tell you, you have to figure it out for yourself. And so I was just like, ah, damn it. Why won't you tell me? I know that there is something really important. And I remember literally going to a class and I said, all right, everybody, what's an important person in India that, you know, did something really amazing. And the first person said the exact person that I was, which is Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. There you go. That's my big secret. I was, I died in 1969. And so my past life between 69 to 83 means that I was only 14 years old when I died in my previous life, which is exactly the same as my past, my palm. And I had so much, you know, energy that came through when I actually realized that that's why I'm such a community person and such a revolutionary and transformation of humanity, that that's where it was coming from. And so it really, I was still like, no way, like, that's just crazy. And I had a psychic friend that totally tuned in straight away. And she's like, oh my God, you were Gandhi. And I was like, yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's my little secret that I'm now sharing to the world. But yeah, that was my crazy past life. Wow, you guys, here you are listening to Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit surreal, yeah. <laughs> um, so did you like go through, read Gandhi's work, study it and like feel that connection? Yeah, I did. I kind of yeah. went through a lot of the stuff and it made a lot of sense where my my moral compass comes from. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that interesting? You know, I want to say as well, something that's interesting when I was probably like, it would have been like a few, oh no, I want to say like a few months before we started becoming good friends, mm -hmm. I was doing healing sessions and Gandhi kept coming through. Oh, wow. Like, what? Like why Gandhi? <laughs> you know, like so I was really funny. confused and you know, maybe it was you <laughs> yeah it must have been something that was coming through because I was such a spiritual blonde I was just like India 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 you know it just didn't register and when I heard the name it was just like this flood of realization wow. came through which was pretty cool and I think that's a healing thing about past lives it can really heal you know an awareness in yourself mm. yeah so what have you kind of done with that knowing like is there anything you've kind of other than just having that knowing and awareness and the kind of 
the helpful part of that is there anything you've done in your life from that um from that particular lifetime yeah I find that it really gives me the strength to hold the internal flame for you know guiding humanity without coming from a place of like you know this is an injustice but more from a place of like how do we rise up and so a lot of the channelings I get and a lot of the messages I get is all about how do we empower and that's Mm. what my main you know courses are all about is empowerment of the self so that we can you know lift each other up that's awesome that's so exciting I love that and it's interesting I also had like a quite a short um and boring life before this one but they they come and they go the interesting lives and I've got to say Gandhi it's pretty interesting I liked what you said as well about the priestesses because it's the same for me so I work a lot um I know that there are different like the lineages of the divine feminine and I've like always worked under the Isis one and when I was I think 20 I was trained in Sekim Isis Sekim which is like an energy form under her and kind of in my early 20s I was told like when you start hitting like your late 20s you're going to go through an initiation and um your work is going to change like it's going to take a different direction it's going to be about serving the divine feminine and I was like oh okay but I really love what I do anyway so like a week ago goddess Isis like she's been nudging me for a while now she kept coming through and telling me like I need to talk to you and I'm like okay and so I sat down a week ago and she was like all right so we're gonna go for 22 days you're gonna receive um like attunements every single day for the next 22 days as part of your initiation and she gave me all of this stuff about the new stuff we're gonna bring through so um I'm very excited for it but I definitely see like in my life the woman I know the woman I'm close to that I link to we are all like connected to goddess Isis and something when I was studying say Kim we're told we're told is that Isis always finds her daughters in this lifetime and I really resonate um with that and I can feel myself moving into that priestess energy more so than I have um you know the last few years more so and being that the foot soldier for the for Isis's divine codes in this reality so I'm really excited to see what it's going to birth but like I was really scared of this shift when I told it was coming and now I feel it's here and I'm like oh gosh like the offers are going to be completely different and it's funny like being psychic spiritual doing this work you never really know how what's going to happen as an example last week I literally planned out my entire 2022 2022 and I was like okay so we're going to launch this this month that next month you know just cycling through my programs and then Isis was like no (laughs) 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 she was like no um like there's going to be new programs step back you're not going to be running that or that I'm like I love these programs though and she's like it's not the time for it like you're going to step back so now I'm like bugger like I don't know if like the stuff I'm going to be running right now I'm going to be running anymore you know and the my logical mind loves to plan things out for the next year but it's not really like that it's just I have to birth things when they want to be birthed um through and I think that's a difference between being psychic spiritual running a business and not it's like following when Ashtar said to me a couple of years ago okay you need to create the quantum activation this is what they're going to get I channeled for like three weeks and then launched it a week later it sold out and now they're like okay now you're going to take a break from it and it was like that with Reiki it's just you gotta I was told stop running Reiki classes and I was like no I love it and then a month later we went into lockdown for COVID and I was like oh, okay I get it now but it's just like you got to follow it when it comes through 
Yeah, definitely. Activations can be huge change in your body. So like when that happens, it's really good to listen. And it's also really good to get sessions because they can activate things in you that are going to come through as new offerings. And I find that's a usual cue because like lately I've been doing a lot of channeling around um, sacred geometry, shapes, Mm. numbers, and then I've been getting a lot of confirmation through the healings and people that I've been getting to say, yes, this is what you have to do and this is what you're going to be working on next so you know I totally don't plan as much as you do because I just give up and just go right what am I doing now (laughs) well it does end up being like that like I I try and plan out at least a few months but I was being very optimistic planning a whole year and they were like not like you're just it's completely going to be different so I've got the rest of this year plan but then from next year I'm free balling like we're just going to see what happens Woohoo! I like Trust that. And surrender, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, well, this was an interesting topic. I don't know if there's anything else that you have. Oh, that you yeah, want to I want to add something here. Oh, really? What's your juicy? Have you heard of astrocartography? No, what the? Okay, so this is something I am obsessed with. Um, it's basically mapping out your astral chart um, on a map on like the map of earth right and so what it does is it lines up and tells you the places you've had past lives where's the best place for you to live energetically where it's really bad where you're gonna have conflict you know where you're gonna be happiest depending on your sun your moon mercury lines and all of that and it's so fascinating so i spent like hours building out one for me and daryl and being like okay the places were compatible to live in it's here 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 and so um, you can do this for free if you just Google astrocartography um, chart, and then you'll have to kind of keep Googling to understand what the different lines mean. But you you can go get a reading from someone, but you can do one for yourself, a really basic one. Mm-hmm. Um, just for free, I have one of my business clients. She recently went to um, Spain and she was like, I'm getting all these weird energies, like ever since I arrived, um, arrived here. And so we looked up her astrocartography astro cartography chart and sure enough like it was aligned with her mercury line which was like very intense for her so we weren't surprised but you know we have our moon line running through where we have most of our past lives and we can get very emotional and I've had most of my past lives in Europe and just all my moon line was really strong in through there but then we can also see like where those things crossed over. So it was interesting for me, something which I've had a theme in my life, which I think Cassie, you have too. I think you've said something about it before. Um, my, like where I was happiest, where I would meet my people or sorry, no, that's not right. Where I would be happiest and most fulfilled um, was actually also where I would be the most alone and where my past lives were. So it was like all connected. And so it was really interesting because when I went to Europe, like I was, I was only 18 and I spent months just traveling on my own. And it was really odd. Like I went through large periods of times where I just, I wouldn't talk to anyone and I had a really hard time like meeting people. And then in Australia, obviously it's very different. And then looking at Australia, Perth is great for my energy, apparently, Um, and Sydney, nothing, nothing runs through here. So it's like, it's just is, you know, but it's worth checking out and seeing how the past lives show, um, you know, you can get a good look at where your past life were based on that as well. Yeah. That's super cool. Very interesting. Yeah. 
And so if you've been listening to this episode and you're like, oh, I really want to do past lives, like there are a few things you can do. Obviously, you can learn um, to do that. Cass covers it in her courses. I cover it in mine. We have very different styles. Um, we also both do past life readings. And then there are practitioners who do like the hypnosis Dolores Cannon regression. And I know those sessions, one of my private business clients, she does them. She was like, oh, I spent six hours with one client doing it. And I'm like, six hours? She's like, it was amazing. And I'm like, God damn, like that's impressive. Six hours with one client, just holding space for it. So they can be really, really full on um, and really life-changing so that they're worth checking out as well if you're drawn to it. Yeah, I would definitely say if you're somebody that felt like you've never fit in and maybe feel like you're a bit different than everybody else, then maybe past life regression might bring out a lot of clues as to where that's from. Because I know that's mm. you know where I find the most interesting people have the most cool past lives. That's right. And something that's really helpful here is um, light language as well. This ties into it. I'm actually doing the psychic activation light language um, activation tomorrow night. And I always find like when I do these big light language activations, I speak a few different light languages, but the one I most commonly work with is a Pleiadian one because there are a lot of Pleiadians around and they're very drawn to me. Whenever I speak that one, the people who also have that Pleiadian link, it's like something inside of them just goes wow and they just start crying it's like it moves them so it's worth as well if you're not sure like what your galactic lineage is listen to different people who work from different galactic realms and if you resonate with that one if you feel that within you first time i heard pleiadian light language i cried as well you know it moves something in you you can you know you have a connection to that yeah very cool i love light language it's very interesting that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like your light language with the Japanese accent. Yeah, very samurai. Right? It was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other topic in itself. <laughs> That's a whole other past life. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that was cool. Thanks so much for sharing, Athena. It was really lovely, you know, hearing about past lives. There's so much we could talk about, I think. I know, right? Yeah. Thanks so much, Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I knew this would happen. <laughs> um, so we're going to be having another podcast soon. It's going to be some really juicy topics. But if you've really found today's podcast interesting and you want to find out more, check out the blocks underneath and you can click into some of our offerings. You can. And if you have any podcast ideas or request topics you'd like us to cover, feel free to shoot us Instagram messages. You can find our Instagram um, profiles below when you click in the box with more information. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Blessings, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Athena here. If you've been listening to this episode and you're a spiritual practitioner who's interested in growing and scaling their spiritual business, this is for you. When it comes to growing spiritual businesses, we work with strategy, spirit, and through healing, including past life work to help you go from light worker to light leader. If you're interested, click on the info box for more details below. Cassandra here, and I would love to share with you my introduction to stone medicine through spirit and science, which has a basis of shamanism, spirituality, and working with crystals through scientific practices. This is an amazing opportunity for you to enhance your skills with crystals, and I'm offering a free activation in your psychic abilities so that you will definitely feel confident that you can connect in and communicate with stones. If you'd like to check out more information, then click on the box below. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Embody the Light. We'd be so grateful if you left a review and subscribed. If you click on the info box underneath this podcast, you'll find links to both of our websites, which have our products, courses, and services listed. We also have some great free courses on our website, so go check it out. And we'll see you on our next episode. Lots of love. Lots of love. Blessings. Blessings on your journey.